Okay. The first thing we need to do is we need to say we're sorry for not being around for a while. Mm -hmm. um, both Jeff and I have had crazy uh, busy schedules and such. And so, well, um, we, we haven't done all the things maybe we should have been doing or, or maybe we've been doing all the things we're supposed to be doing and we just haven't done this. Right, right. Um, and so uh, I hope you guys were not lacking truth in your life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we are, uh, uh, so uh, welcome to What is Truth. My name is Greg. And my name is Jeff. And um, we're, we're, um, we're going to try starting this back up and we'll see what, what happens. Um, maybe we can get ourselves into a good flow. Um, what we're going to do on this one is we're going to talk about something that's been bothering me a lot lately. And that is uh, a theological thought process um, uh, people call a replacement theology. Mm -hmm. And the reason why this has bothered me is, well, there's a few reasons. One, the thing that made it really hit uh, my head more than normal was the attack on Israel on the 7th um, of October. October, October. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, and uh, first, I guess I should start with what, what replacement theology is. Replacement theology is, in a nutshell, when you read the New Testament, you replace the word Israel in your mind with the church every time you see the word Israel in the New Testament. Now, that is not 100%, but that's basically, that's basically what it is. Um, and when Israel was attacked, um, there was people like myself who were devastated because I still think that there's something special about Israel to God and to myself. And when uh, I expressed that, some of the people I know were not as devastated as I am. Um, a podcast that I've listened to and, and Jeff listens to too um, called the Bible Bashed Podcast mm -hmm. They did one, and they actually said those words, uh, basically implying that Israel was not special because they were not um, who the, the the important one in the New Testament, and that was um, that really is bothering me. And then when I was thinking about it, and I realized a lot of my reformed friends, mm -hmm. which I'm I'm re reformed in most of my theology are also replacement theology people. But I also have a uh, unique uh, background in, the, in, in another sense, and that is that I'm uh, good friends with, and I was uh, um, one of my, my uh, dear friends today, and dear friends that have had a large influence in my life, and Jeff's life, mm -hmm. is someone who is part of Friends of Israel, mm -hmm. and a uh, past uh, pastor mm -hmm. in, in Israel. Israel. Yeah. And um, because of that, we feel very confident that uh, there is something still special with the people of Israel. Mm 
And when the Bible uses the word Israel, it means Israel. Yeah. So, Jeff, why don't you explain w- w- what your thoughts are on this? Well, uh, yeah, I, so, and with all of this, it almost seems like people have been coming out of the woodwork as to what they believe and what in regards to Israel and the church. Um, I would I would land, and, and to qualify this too, there, people who believe whether replacement or not, we're still brothers in Christ. Okay, I we're... Agree. We're not, this isn't, well, this isn't a, you're no longer part of the, the body of believers. We're part of here. We're, there isn't a division in the sense, in the sense there of salvation and, and going to heaven and all that stuff. And it isn't a, it's in Christ. Okay. But when I hear some of the replacement theology speakers, preachers, however you want to call it, um, I do see there that there is they're separating their Israel that that they are now just regular that they're they're not but I don't read that in the Bible I do see that when it in in the Old Testament in in particular that they they are his people um, and then when you translate it to the New Testament well all the people almost in the beginning of the church were all Jewish hmm. they were all Jewish people. Um, Paul, when he would go out into into his evangelism, he would first go to the synagogue. Like, why? If it why would he not? You know, why why would he go to the synagogue first before he would go to the Gentiles? If there there wasn't a if there was a, a message there, there's something deeper that goes into Israel there. Um, I would even argue there in the book of Acts when you when you would see Paul preaching. There's even, and, and especially you see this. I think it's when he's in, um, uh, it's in Greek, or when he's uh, in that council there. Um, he's preaching uh, to the Gentiles, and then he's preaching a. I wouldn't say a different gospel, but it's different direction. Like you know, the, listen, the Messiah is Jesus. Remember in the scriptures. Remember back in the old. Remember this when he's coming there. He was born of this. Whereas opposed to the Gentiles, it's a. It's more of this is a this is who God is. You there is a God. There is this and, and the proof of God and it's through Jesus that we have salvation through that. So um I don't see Israel being done. I don't see that they're they're done and they're no there is a sense there that can you say there that oh they did say that um let the curse be on us um when they were crucifying Jesus. Yeah. But it's the same curse for those who are lost, too, that you, there's hell for them. So I would venture to say there that it, God is not done with Israel. God is, there's something more to it. There, we're, as Gentiles, which is Gentile here, we're supposed to spur them to jealousy as to, yes, you're doing all these uh, feasts, these, these, you know, the Passover and all that, but we have the Lamb. The Lamb is Jesus. And to, to stir them to jealousy that this is it. Like you can now have peace in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's where I would um, land there, Greg, because it's just uh, I don't see in the in the scriptures and in Revelation the, the 12,000 from each tribe. Yeah. And, so, and, so, um, and I know that the people argue there with the spiritualizing of the temple. Like in Ezekiel, there's there's a new temple that. God has this massive temple that's dimensions and stuff, and um, 
that it's there's there's something more to it and, and the fulfillments of some of the prophecies that have yet to be fulfilled for Israel so uh, th there's a lot of uh, question to that and so that, that that's where I'm standing there Greg mm -hmm. so if you want to add I, to that I am um, first off I gotta say that I don't base my theology on how it's going to have an effect on someone right um, that is not how I base my theology that being said, um, I look at some of the effects of this, and they're not good. One of them is, mm -hmm. as you mentioned, you have to come to the conclusion that the, the prophecies and the promises given to Israel were never fulfilled. Mm -hmm. right. If we are serving a God that doesn't fulfill his promises, why should I be secure in my, my salvation? Mm -hmm. Um, and and I, I disagree with that. Um, the other one is when you um, spiritualize things. And what I mean by spiritualize is when you say something did not happen in literal form, but happened in just a spiritual realm. Right. Then, 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 then you, you make things murky. And where do you stop? When it when is it literal and when is it when is it the uh, spiritualized portion of it? And and uh, I um I think that that we have found ourselves uh, people doing that a lot, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that um, <sighs> when people um, try to take anything or alter anything in Scripture for any reason spiritualizing it to fit their theology or uh, changing it to fit science or the culture mm -hmm. you got scripture because what happens is you throw out whatever you don't like you spiritualize anything you don't right. like and um, so one of the key elements that you're going to realize with Jeff and I is our basis of truth is does it work within scripture and does it work with the the whole of scripture we don't let we don't alter this to make this or or take our theology and then change mm -hmm. what we read um, there's times that we'd like to because you know it, it could be maybe more convenient or exciting it makes it easier yeah 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 but but instead, what we're trying to do is um, uh, get truth from the whole of Scripture. Now, do I have every verse memorized? No. But it is pretty amazing when I'm reading one verse, it will um, other verses will pop in my head and help me understand that right, verse right. better. And that's how you're supposed to read Scripture. Mm -hmm. That's you know, a, as a um, as a pastor when I'm preaching or teaching, that's how you're supposed to read scripture. You're supposed to read it and use the rest of scripture to help you understand what it says. And all of scripture, it's not just this to top, to make a topic here, these mm -hmm. sets of scriptures, but ignoring other parts of it. And I see that, I see that quite a bit where, uh, take Ephesians uh, 2, 8 through 10, well, we are his workmanship. We'll just take 10 and, and just and some people will just 
sit on ten, but you don't read the previous. Of, it's all God's work. The first by faith we have been saved, not through works, that any man should boast. You know, so so we have to take all of Scripture in account and explain that there. So and. and um, I found that, and I, I was going to say especially on end times prophecies, but any part of scripture, when someone makes a section, a huge emphasis that they read all the rest of scripture based on how they read one, or they don't even read the other sections of scripture, right, right. They, they create a cult. I mean, the amount of groups of people that classify themselves as a kind of Christianity, but they only hold on to one section of scripture mm -hmm. and they don't hold on to any other part of it. And they are almost always become a cult. Um, now I think, and I've never, I've never said this in front of Jeff, so we'll see what he thinks on this. I think that we all find ourselves having some emphasis of some part of scripture. I think some people find themselves emphasizing one part of the Trinity more than others. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. some churches are more about Jesus and his love. Some are more about God, the, the Father and the law. Some people are more about the Holy Spirit and um, the, the gifts and such. And, um, but we're supposed to, um, you know, try to read everything with the rest of it. And, and you're, you're supposed to, you know, look to God with the rest of them. It, right. And, um, and we, we need to be uh, a holistic reader. Well, and be humble yeah. about it because mm -hmm. we, we do, every, those who are of, of the faith there will have the Holy Spirit in them too. So we are learning from, from them. And being humble about not knowing everything and not, oh, when somebody does bring to light something else, you can either do one, one of two things, reject it or really take it in and, and see if, if this actually does make sense to it. And if we are coming from the same standard of the Word of God, and that, <clears throat> that right there can align as to what we can agree on. If we can agree on there, that, that we're coming from the same place as the Word of God there, then coming up with a aspect or another uh, way of looking at things, we need to be humble to really take it in and analyze it. Um, so going back to this uh, theology thought process of replacement theology, um, I, I want to explain what part of it I do believe in. And that okay. is that um, a, in the Old Testament, the only um, the way to be right with God was to be an Israelite. But afterwards, and by the way, uh, well, I'll, let's, 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 I was going to caveat something there, uh, too. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, will, I will. I will caveat. But, <laughs> but in the New Testament, it could be a Gentile or a Greek or, mm -hmm. you know, an Italian-Irish person or wh whatever. Cuban-American uh, person. Cuban-American <laughs> person. There you go. Whatever uh, Jeff is here. Is, whatever we are, the, we are saved not by um, uh, connecting into the Israelite people or the Israelite belief system even. But accepting the the Israelites who came and, uh, that was God. Mm -hmm. Now, I also believe that in the Old Testament, the way they were saved, whether they knew it or not, they were looking forward to who I am looking back to. Right. Absolutely. But, but they um, 
there was a distinction. And um, so we are, there is a replacement of, of um, I, now I'm going to sound very dispensational in the sense, there was a, re a replacement on how we, we, we got right with God in the sense that we were looking back instead of forward. Mm -hmm. But we are, um, but the key element is that we are grafted in as right. an, a, a new, so there is, but it, but we are grafted in. They were they were not fully cut down, mm -hmm. right? Um, a, a, totally, we were grafted in, and so uh, and we are not Israel. So we are part of you know. I am now can you know sing Father Abraham, mm -hmm. right. but that doesn't mean that the people of Abraham can't sing Father Abraham also, right? And there's still something special about them, and um, so and the um and the word israel still means israel mm -hmm. in scripture especially in the end times passages well and even in the old testament you do have examples of gentiles going to you have ruth the moabite yep. you have uriah the hittite so these people were taken in because they were a part of the family of, of abraham right they became they became, became part of the family, right. uh, and, and when they did it, not only did they become a part of the family of uh, Israel, but they became some of them the lineage of Jesus. Mm -hmm. you oh, know? Yeah, absolutely. That's you know Ruth and Rahab, mm -hmm. and so these were people that were. Um, it wasn't a genetic thing, right? It was a belief system thing, and it is still. But part of that emphasis was on the on the family thing, and there was definitely a connection that God had with the people of Israel. I mean, Absolutely. even even when that one uh, the lady uh, who had um, the child that was sick, and she came to Jesus, and he said, um, uh, right. he, he said, "I'm not going to throw the the." the um, the foods to the, the the foods to the dogs. Yeah, foods to the dogs that were meant for the children. Mm -hmm. She said, "But give me the crumbs." But give me the you crumbs. Know what I'm even the dogs eat the crumbs. Yeah, even the dogs get the crumbs. And so, when um, he was not saying, "Oh no, 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 no. I'm I'm for everyone." No, no, he was saying there was a distinction at that right. point. Right, right. And um, and we need to not be scared. And, and you know, I think what it really comes down to is. One of the reasons why I think people are desirous to hold on to this is because people do not like the idea of a of God choosing a group of people, right? Um, and they don't like it. They they feel like, well, that's uh, uh, racist or something of God. And I understand it. It feels bad, and I don't like the feeling. But you know what? Theology has nothing to do with my feelings. Well, and you can go back to the Old Testament again. The temple and the sacrifice wasn't for the whole world. It was for the people of who. It, it was for the Israelite and the people who adopted into them. Yep. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't for the entire nation. All the nations all over the world and stuff. It was for the people and the people they adopted to it. So it's the same attitude, same mindset. Now it's in Christ. Yep. Now we are all because He is the sacrificial lamb. He is the one. That gave himself for us, and so you know, I think that we, um, 
you know, and some people may feel like we sound replacement theology in the sense that we do believe that that there is a, um, and I want to use words that uh, like new covenant, but there's there is a a opening for us as Gentiles mm-hmm. to get into that family easier, um, but it is also, um, but we are not. Um, going to exclude Israel out of what it says in scripture and that's there's this balancing act of Mm -hmm. I am driven to tell people about Jesus including the Jew Mm -hmm. the person who has a a connection to God that way because I don't believe they're saved just because they're a Jew right right absolutely Um, um, uh, I just preached in Matthew um uh, three, where John the Baptist met the Pharisees and Sadducees, and, and, and he said, "I don't want you thinking you're you got it all uh, taken care of mm-hmm. because you're sons of Abraham. Right, right. God can make sons of Abraham out of these stones. Right. If if and by the way, he did not those stones, but the the, the sons of Gentiles. The Gentiles mm-hmm. became sons of Abraham by Jesus. Right. And so when, um, but. Uh, so I don't. Uh, we need to balance those things out. We need to feel a heartthrob for the Israeli people, and right now my heart breaks for them. Mm-hmm. My heart breaks. You know, uh, I mentioned our, our friend that's a uh, friends of Israel, Fred, uh, and someday I'd like to have him on this podcast. I think he he's a fascinating guy, but you know, his family, some of his family's there, and some of his family had to come here. Because there's horrible things happening to people as well, and we as Christians should be heartbroken over right. that. Right. Um, and in uh, a little side note, if you and I've heard Christians act this way, they go, "Oh, well, let Israel deal with their own problems, and you know, fully on them. It doesn't matter." Well, sooner or later, the, these people are they they hate the Israelites first, but they're going to come for the Christians next. Right. So don't don't think you're safe either. So that's not that's another whole issue. But it, it, so we are, um, yeah, we, we should be concerned about the people. And for the ethnic Jew who does not, Jewish person who does not know Jesus, we are to do the same thing as we would do for the lost Christian, is to share Jesus. It's the same message. It's Christ. It's the Messiah that he's come, you know, so, um, so that they may have uh, salvation in God, in Christ. So it's the same exact message, the same gospel um, for all people. You know, uh, you mentioned that uh, Paul used a little bit of a different system yeah. for speaking to different, uh, you know, for the Jew right. as in the Gentile. I use a different system uh, on how I go about giving the gospel to different people because mm-hmm. they need, some people have a different thing they need to overcome. You know, some people right. need to overcome the fact that they have sin in their life. Some people need to overcome the fact that um, uh, that once saved, always saved. That Jesus' blood is uh, bigger than your sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so each group of people have a different emphasis I need to talk to them about. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so... Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of how we can, in my mind, I'm not going to lie. There, I'm trying to think of how we can conclude this. But um, my conclusion, at least for me, is um, uh, I'm not holding at this point on to 
the thought process of replacement theology, uh, probably because I don't see it in Scripture at this point. Right, right. Um, um, and also because of the the um, the bad effects that it can have, um, and also uh, it connects to some bad ways of uh, obtaining theology from Scripture because you're taking your thought theology to read Scripture. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I abs- absolutely agree with that because you can. You just have to be careful. Uh, where it leads I, I feel when it comes to the replacement theology where does it lead are we saying there that we don't need to care about Israel that's that's not what the Bible says I think there is a sense there of when I'm thinking of the book of Acts there when the church in Israel was struggling and in family the other churches around the area helped support it so I'm just it, it just to say there to and with the many promises and the things in, in Revelation and so forth but the many promises of the Old Testament still not yet fulfilled to say there no it's been replaced it's done you know come to Jesus and that's it that's it we're all we're all in the church there's something more to it and to just completely say no they're replaced with the church I just don't see it in the in the fullness of Scripture um, last but not least, um, Jeff and I are, you know, talking about doing this other times, and uh, you know, uh, there is the I got an email pilot said uh, at gmail.com, and uh, I would check my socials. Oh, I haven't done that in literally years, uh, but the pilot said it's on Twitter and Facebook. Um, but what we're um, you know, we're, we're going to be trying to figure out what we're going to do with this podcast. And if you have any thoughts, you know, um, send us a something. Uh, or any know, questions. Yeah, any questions. Yeah, yeah, any questions. We would love to yeah. answer questions and yeah. so forth. Um, you could we'll, give us directions as to what we want to do. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for listening. All right. God bless.